Hey, thank you for joining me again. For those tuning in for the first time, I'm Reg, and welcome to the Rumble Podcast, where we have honest conversations about giving voice to values. It is also a safe space to explore stories and experiences of people that are yet to be told or are underrated. In this episode, Jose Antonio Custodio, Rino Francisco, and I discuss the history of red tagging in the Philippines and share opinions about the lessons we could learn from our past to help solve the persisting communist insurgency in the country. Both my guests are leading Filipino military historians who have worked in the military and security sector as analysts and writers for several years. The full introduction is available on the episode page, which is linked on the podcast description. This episode was recorded on February 23, 2021. So thank you for joining me in, in this episode. And I'm very excited. Um, I'm joined by actually two guests, uh, two notable historians, military historians. And we're going to discuss uh, something that has been in social media for quite some time now. Mm. Uh, for the past weeks, my feed has been flooded with both groups, sentiments coming from both groups, people who are UP graduates or mm. some supporting the UP in general, and the other side, those working in the Defense Department and supports the termination of the DND-UP agreement, which is uh, part of what we will be discussing. No? So there are a lot of arguments for and against the decision of the DND, but two things have dominated um, the discussion, which I noticed online. No? One about the red tagging tactic of this administration. Mm. Yeah. And second, the trade-offs between security and freedom, and in this case, academic freedom. So these two discuss- these two issues we-, we will discuss today as we look at the history of red tagging and the clash of political values. So just to start, what were your initial thoughts when you heard about or when you learned about the unilateral termination? Was this something that you've expected? Well, ano to eh, I didn't, uh, it was a matter of time before something outrageous had happened, would have happened, no? Kasi, hindi naman, I wasn't like unprepared for this or what have you. Why? Kasi syempre, tambay tayo sa kanto eh, no? Tambay kanto, yosi-yosi, inom-inom, tingin-tingin, kung ano mga pinagsasabi ng mga iba mga general dyan, no? May mga iba dyan, uh, uh, making the rounds, Uh, extolling the virtues of Ferdinand Marcos because there were generals who were doing that eh, no? yeah. saying that martial law was the best thing to mom's apple pie well, tipo, no? so you know that something's going to happen uh, and um, there were several of them in fact I had written an article on sa yung ano to yung yung rappler nako just ko yung rappler na yan and I, i wrote for that rappler also so yun eh and i, I wrote about that eh, that this 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 take on the afp on martial law is a bit disturbing and i did that around several years ago no three two to three years ago at maybe two years ago long before the pandemic because one there were two generals who were going around and they were extolling martial law and saying that it was needed for the nato for to contain the communists and <laughs> things like that which is really yeah. laughable no mm-hmm. laughable yes but you know fascism starts from laughable things eh you know like the the, the nazis were laughed at okay mm-hmm. but look what happened diba so you'd never underestimate laughable people you know never underestimate especially if they have guns you know <laughs> because they can they can do things with their guns and authority so They were dismissed. In fact, Anatoy, I was I was telling my friends in the AFP that hey, this is disturbing. I was saying to them even before, 
years, uh, like I said, I, even before this broke out a year ago, I was already telling them that this is this is there's something wrong here, no. Um, and then they were telling me, no, they don't have traction. These are just people lang talking. No, I was like, no, I think they have traction. I think they have a following. No, they don't have. No, I really, so going like that, that was a level. So like I said, uh, the stage was being set already, okay, to do something, okay, that the establishment of the NTFLCAC, um, you would have uh, um, uh, generals, I, I would not say even just one, several generals, would be uh, 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 taking turns stating about talking about communism, the communists, the threat, and so on and so forth. The Secretary of National Defense doing the same thing also. Okay, so alam mo that um, so that's why I didn't I didn't I just like okay uh, you had happened now all you need to do nang kayo in the AFP you have to deal now with the repercussions of what you did. I mean. I mean, trip nyo yan eh. Gusto nyo mag, mag-suspend o ngayon, uh, bear with the, deal with the consequences. Ako naman, I was uh, surprised. Uh, I was surprised na merong UPDND accord. That time, although <laughs> alam na, although alam natin na, no, we know yung pinag-umpisahan, no? di ba? Yung after yeah. the killing of uh, Colonel Rowe. No? Yeah. Uh, after the killing of Colonel Rowe, that's where the accord, uh, that's the where the accord was. Ano kasi di ba nung para to arrest sa uh, kontinente, uh, the one na tinuturo na parang siya yung lookout sa Dukeyan. Pumasok yung mga AFP intelligence uh, agents sa uh, UP. E previous to that, I think there is an. Uh, there's also, yeah, there, yeah remember, uh, yun yung minensyo ni Doy Laurel nun eh, yung brinoker nila eh, during the 70s eh na you just can't uh, enter the uh, university. So, so yun nga, nakakagulat. But after that initial uh, shot, kasi given that, again, as uh, Jose said, there were already developments, previous developments regarding this uh, red uh, tagging uh, issue that uh, na Kumbaga, that's in the public. Uh, of course, the head ng NTFL, uh, si General Parlade, was very open uh, in doing that. And then, sinugunduhan pa ni SND. Uh, uh, yung, yung immediate trigger before that is basically, uh, he wants UP to explain bakit daw yung mga nauhuli o napapatay ng mga NPA members galing sa UP. Of course, conveniently ignoring that uh, ilang ba sila? in comparison to the whole uh, UP... Like, like there's, uh, a, there's like 20,000 uh, yes, students uh, for Diliman uh, alone. Yes, for Diliman alone. Tapos ilan to? Anim? Walo? Sampu? Maganda pa, eh, compare mo. Ilan ang mga UP Vanguard, yung mga ROTC sa UP? Kumpara mo dito sa mga ito. So, kaya nga ito yung... That's, actually, that's the one na medyo sa tingin ko, problematic yung naging reasoning ni SND regarding uh, that red tagging. But it's also, ano, eh, again, it's a pattern. Eh. Remember before red tagging, ano yung issue? It's ROTC. Na gusto nilang i-impose yung ROTC na uh, ROT, uh, ROTC dati. Na, ano, instead of retaining it as one of the national service, ano, yun daw ROTC. And ano raw reasoning? Para daw madisiplina ang mga kabataan. Mm-hmm. 
So basically, the military wants to socially re-engineer uh, yung, yung minds ng mga kabataan natin. They, they, uh, uh, apparently, they have forgotten what is the role of a military in a democratic country. At least, uh, that's what we know of. Marami kong, marami kong kadibati dyan, na even within OSS, uh, within the Air Force noon. Kasi nasa Air Force OSS pa ako noon. Ano yan eh? Um... Ano yan ang problema sa kanila is that the AFP, the DND AFP jumped into this thing with no clear strategy at all on what to do. So, sabog sila. Like for example, their their communication kasi, it was good for certain sectors of society. No? Pero hindi ubra yan sa ano to, mga, mga alumni ng UP and, yeah. and the networks and the stakeholders. And, hindi ubra yan. No? Second, mm-hmm. Uh, ano ba talaga ang gusto mo mangyari sa sa UP no hindi nila alam eh if you ask them basically the AFP what exactly do you want to do in UP do you want to enter it the, 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 the accord actually allows you hot pursuit mm-hmm. inside the so what's your problem no no because we we have to check check what mm-hmm. so you mean to tell me you're going to assign AFP per per classroom. Ano ba ano bang balak ninyo talaga sa totoo lang? It's it's hazy. Then there's one officer I remember who said something like, "We are here to uh, we are here to uh, what do you call it? Uh, counter uh, ideologies." No, that's not your that's not your your task. Your mm-hmm. task is to to keep territorial integrity intact, no? Y- 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 yung yung problema yan, that's in the classrooms. Hindi man yeah. kayo teacher, no? So bakit ganyan ang gusto niyo gawin? O ano ba talaga ang So it's that. Eh. So it's like this this it's that's what that's a problem. Eh. It's 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 drifting in towards uh, an authoritarian style military. No, it wants to go back to the glory days of censor sila kung pa. But which I can't understand now how they're going to do it given the changed society that we have as compared to the 1970s. Ngayon subukan nilang gawin 'yan. Uulanan sila ng ano to, batikos and uh, and uh, ano to, criticism, no? I mean mm-hmm. criticism and ridicule. Ridicule, that's the point. Like for example, look at what happened sa kanilang mga messaging in the pa, uh, in, in the previous month when they after right after the red right after the cancel uh, the the abrogation, the unilateral abrogation, then they came up with this info ops program yeah. mm-hmm. that was ludicrously done that was a disaster mm-hmm. okay so next thing you know they come up with this ill ill researched badly researched i don't know if it was badly researched or if it was just a shotgun approach designed to intimidate people but all this came out you had this this flawed list yeah the moment that flawed list came out they lost the initiative bigla. Yeah. Kasi they were, already, they were already, ano to eh, they caught UP unawares eh, off balance eh, di ba? So, mm-hmm. banat sila ng banat, oh, and then upping the, ano to, upping the, the level of uh, aggression. So, you have, you have SND being very cocky, saying, I will not talk to, to UP mm-hmm. president unless he explains yeah. these people. Condition. I will, this condi- make conditions, uh, oh. yes, why, why are they joining the, why, the NPA? NPA. Oh, yeah. why, and then he was saying something like, UP is uh, a safe haven for enemies of the state. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. of course, without realizing that you make inflammatory talk like that, your staff will follow. 
Susunod ang staff mo, di ba? Yes. Hindi niya gets yan eh. No problema ni Lorenzana. Hindi niya gets na na eto siya, banat siya ng banat, tapos may ibang general, banat rin ng banat, eh yung staff, nadadala. No? Sumasabay na rin. So, in, out comes this fantasy list. Okay? Which is really very, which is basically the responsibility of, ano to, of the SND's office. Kasi, ano yan eh, produkto yan ng mga banat na medyo pabalang, no? So, however you call it. So, labas yan. And then, the counterattack na yung UP. Mm-hmm. Wala na. So right then and there they they ano to they uh, stopped dead in their tracks, no. Next thing you know, you had this ugly side of of Lorenzana firing the J2. Mm-hmm. In a very uh, me personally, okay ganito yan. Ano yan si J2? Ano yan? he did this he was doing his job, okay? Sabihin natin, it was I mean J2 and J7. Oh, J2 and J7. If Paralade could uh, could come up with lists of with schools that are sometimes not even existing no so parang for me uh guru just cut this siguro itong si Jato was operating on that um, environment diba so for him to be dismissed and then to be said because he was not doing his job blah 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 may mga uh, what do you call that thing may mga bololoy pang sinabi no mga ganun that was like you know we, we don't do that You know why? Because the more it demoralizes your own men, no? Kasi ang titingin niyan sa taas, eh bakit kayo gumagawa kayo ng ganyan? Kami, kami madadali ba kami? So there. So you could see the level of this organization in the AF the DND AFP side, no? So they haven't recovered from it up to now. Mm-hmm. Sige, yes, Pierino. Go ahead. Actually, the funny thing here was that ano, uh, I asked a uh, military officer na kaibigan ko. Uh, friend, uh, kasi meron siyang pinose something sa social media. Yung pala, ah, isang ano, napaka-politically ano, ng active ng ating mga officers ngayon. So, they're not ashamed. Uh, they're, yeah. uh, they're not even prudent in expressing what would be political views. Mm-hmm. Because they're encouraged. Eh. They're being encouraged uh, by the command. The command is encouraging they, to, to do that. Not, eh. o- not only that, even the previous, ano, mm. actually, I can, I can market it. Eh. 2016 nag-umpisa eh. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. Now, ito yung bagay kasi he was posting na he was saying na if daw UP ang ginamit niya example. So if daw parang uh, you're creating ano, kapag daw yan, you're creating a safe haven or uh, sanctuary kapag nakakapag-recruit diyan. So ngayon, binatayo ko yung nag-comment pa ko doon sa post niya. What if in let's say Colonel Jesus William of Airbase There was an NPA recruitment uh, ano an NPA recruitment that's happening surreptitiously ah mm-hmm. hindi alam surreptitiously does that mean that uh, no uh, it's now an NPA sanctuary ang sagot niya to uh, maganda sabi niya yes but so uh, hindi ko lang sinagot but basically the logical conclusion that you will know is that sooner or later given that kind of thinking The military will try to find every red under every uh, Mag-witch bed. Mag-witch hand and they will ano to, they will bug down and cripple themselves with that type of mentality. That's 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 a thing. Mm-hmm. And if if we go back to the idea of, you know, this is related to red tagging, um, there have been claims that since this tactic of labeling individuals as communists, as terrorists, tumaas daw yung 
um, incidents of people getting killed and people getting arrested for it. Um, and the for, uh, a former House representative, Barry Gutierrez, even said that the Philippines actually has a long history of red tagging. Ngayon lang daw, which I want us to discuss, ngayon lang daw naging vocal yung government that this is red tagging or very blatant na red tagging. So this red tagging tactic, um, where can we trace that from? Or in our history, ano yung mga, siguro mga instances na ginag- ginagamit siya ng government? Actually, the original red tagging eh, came in ano, sa United States during the time nung uh, yung McCarthyism. Actually, uh, ano, uh, kasi McCarthy actually uh, pinpointed uh, many personalities na they're in cahoots daw with the communists. And uh, incidentally, uh, ginagamit pala ni General Parlade yan. Uh. Mm. <laughs> Sinatsite niya yung uh, kay McCarthy. I read one of his uh, statements uh, na ano, ngayon, ginaya natin. And actually, but there's one difference. Saka sa atin din kasi dati, naging issue yung sabi natin red tagging or whether you're sympathetic with the reds. Uh, uh, at that time kasi it's part of the normal political discourse. Remember there's mm-hmm. Cold War. Ang importante ko, politiko ka, so you're going to say yung ka, ano, may political conflict kayo. But hanggang nandun yun. You don't involve the military in the red tagging. Mm-hmm. Actually, at best nga, yun, kanina napag-usapan namin yan ni Jose, the closest na na-involved ang military, well, it was actually a legitimate military operation, yung Politburo. Nung Politburo ng, ng Partido Komunista ng Pilipinas, uh, they were able to capture most of them in a, in a raid sa 1950. During, during, that was during the Hook Insurgency. Mm-hmm. So, and then, they were able to trace kung sino yung mga supporters nila. Okay, but through intelligence, uh, through intelligence work, hanggang doon yung limitation ng kanunong military. And then later on, the government through DOJ filed the necessary cases against this uh, personality. Actually, siguro baka familiar ka ba sa kaso ni Amado Hernandez, yung uh, rebellion complex uh, at the time. But it's the civilian government who's uh, getting the catchels. The military was never involved in red tagging. They do the operation. So they basically, evidence ano sila eh, More on the evidence uh, gathering. Ga- gathering sila na mm-hmm. ganun. Uh, ano. So basically, meron nun. But after that nga, kasi talagang uh, even with the Cold War naman, hindi naman na ano eh, uh, the question of ano, the question of uh, red tagging, medyo naman tayo kasi natalo nga hooks during the 50s and 60s. Medyo benign tayo. That issue uh, raised its ugly head again during the late 60s. Pero politiko pa rin ang mga nag-ano mm-hmm. So during the late 60s, kasi nga, nagkakaroon na ng Communist Party of the Philippines. So sila, Joma was also making a... Ano ba yung grupo ni Joma? Movement for the nationalism of Pan ba yun na Tul Jose? Ano yung hindi ko maalala? One of those, mga, ang baduy na basta, ang baduy ng name. Oh, yun ang yun ang yun ang uh, ano no kasi nga uh, that time, di ba? Yun, uh, those that is spouse, grand names oh, and you really oh, like. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ngayon, ito ang problema. 
Mm. When martial law happened, that's where the military became directly involved in red tagging. Na mm-hmm. yun yung naging yun yung naging problem talaga. Kasi number one, how ano yung degree ng involvement nila? Actually, they're most uh, famous victim of their red tagging kasi talagang dinidiin nila na meron siyang koneksyon sa Communist Party of the Philippines was Senator Benigno Aquino. And ba't nila dinidiin? Because at that time, Senator Benigno Aquino, would you believe he was tried by a military court martial? Civilian uh, and a, a military court martial had the power of life. In fact, ang sentensya sa kanya, death. Mm-hmm. So, ganun mo makikita yung extreme noon. Yung, yung basically, the powers that the, milita- that the military had during the time of uh, Marcos. Kaya nga, they're, pra- they're practically the, the main prop nung dictatorship eh, at that time. And every aspect of national life, they were involved. So, pag dito nga, yung red tagging, dyan pumunta talaga. They can now, uh, they can now label who is the communist. So, <laughs> Uh, from then, nag-umpisa. Uh, Pero ano nga, episodic. So, let's fast forward to EDSA. So, kahit paano, ano ba tayo doon? NAFP ba? New, New, Armed, uh, New Armed Forces of the Philippines. Kasi kahit paano, in, in that sense, kahit paano, the, the nature of the regime din kasi, also basically, uh, dictates yung conduct ng uh, armed forces. Uh, kaya uh, when that armed force uh, gives its uh, loyalty to that uh, regime so so basically talaga bumalik sila oh, intelligence work so titingin mo talaga yung linkage but that's intelligence so it's up to the government to decide mm-hmm. to file it in fact after 1992 it was the PNP who is in the forefront of let's say prosecuting cases against NPA members in fact di ba nagkaroon ng uh, isa sa mga Uh, submission area sa support to national development, support to law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Diba sa AFP, we're, we're familiar with that. So hanggang doon, so the AFP provides intelligence support. Kung may mag-ano, not only against, diba, against the, even sa mga Abu Sayyap, gano'n na ang labat. Ang nag-lead talaga niyan is the Philippine National Police. Ang isang diba famous case nga niya na nakasuporta lang talaga yung AFP noon was the Murong 43. Favorite na favorite na sinasight ni General uh, Parlad yung Murong 43. But it's just the PNP. Mm-hmm. Kasi nga, naalaman mo talaga, it has to be a civilian agency because you're going to follow the rule of law. Eh. Mm-hmm. So it has to be a civilian agency. At best, the armed forces, you can provide intelligence support. So talagang mm-hmm. uh, ipromo. Kasi that's really the nature naman din talaga ng linkages. But you don't directly. Uh, unlike now, you don't directly red tag armed forces kay mm-hmm. so yun uh, it's basically the the deterioration of the concept of civilian supremacy over the military so the the um, example of parlade again wherein he red tags and criticizes civilian officials wala siyang atras eh. hindi siya umaatras doon eh. so so that is actually unacceptable in any decent military to have that lev- that at an, an active officer speak ill of a civilian official no elected official pa man din no uh, ano ba yun si Isko ba yun di ba mm-hmm. yeah. Isko yung case ni Isko Moreno mm-hmm. yung 
yung mga ganon. And then si Lisa Soberano, di ba, yung mga yan. Madami siyang uh, mga uh, civilians in attack. And that is, that is actually in other countries that's grounds already for dismissal. No? Or firing, Because, to be exact. Because ano eh, nag-cross ka na eh. Oh, hindi ka dapat nagsigagawa. Into, into partisan uh, politics. But as Rino said, uh, as Rino said, um, it has been ongoing. Kaya kasi sabi ko na nga that there is a groundswell of support for that type of um, tactic among ano to, AFP officers which is already uh, a form of politicization already sa kanila. Actually, if I'm correct, ano, uh, General Parlade was relieved in his post during that time, during the time of Murong 43, because he openly criticized the government. Was it that or the MILF? Uh, kasama pa yun. Kasi he also was ano, eh, Southern mm-hmm. Command Spokesman siya nun eh. Yes, yes. But yes. yun, ibang uh, position niya yun. Ano. So, uh, this guy really had a penchant for ano, basically making uh, statements that Uh, tutusin mo ka eh, that exceeds yung uh, that, that uh, exceeds uh, his uh, duties. And then masama his, naman, and he's not, ang masama naman, he's doing it while in uniform, while in active service. Yeah, and Wala. not, and uh, being, um, and the, uh, being enabled also by the SND and the, and the GHQ AFP. So, kasi they have an excuse eh. they say because he's a spokesman of the NTFL CAC so that's why uh, he has mm-hmm. his uh, he he does that in his capacity but still it's an active officer mm-hmm. you don't you you just in 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 a in a military that uh, is professional you don't have a, a setup like that na. it would have been understandable if his lieutenant general Parlade retired yeah. then head na NTFL at least yung retired mm-hmm. or resigned yeah. Oh. He really, uh, he, re- he really uh, quit his so, uh, military post. Yeah. So the effect of that basically is that it politicizes the military, makes them very aggressive, even in, uh, even in um, uh, social media, you know. Yeah. So Rino was saying uh, 2016, yes, but tama, because I do remember that there were certain, actually, uh, I even noticed that there were some officers during that time in the 2016 middle of it of that year that they were sharing anti-communist propaganda against Risa Ontiveros mm-hmm. of all people Risa Ontiveros yun atinista ano to sock them sock them and then yeah. you it's an milita- insult for <laughs> oh, oh yeah military uh, uh, sharing there were some military officers sharing sharing anti-communist that she's, ano to, she's a CPP, NPA, eh, parang, my goodness, no? Mag-share ka pala mang, ano to, mali pa. Hindi uh, pa nga, ano, yung kanyang family, ano, yung kanyang family uh, background, tsaka yung kanyang uh, oh, late eh, husband, eh. Yung late husband niya, classmate ni Bato. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a comedy of errors. It would be actually be laughable if not for the fact that people are dying because of it or people are have feel that their lives are threatened because of it. But it's actually it it's it has this keystone cop element to it na parang na parang it's uh, clumsily done mm-hmm. uh, which then makes you wonder why are they doing it in the first place? No, alam naman nila na hindi mo naman matatalo ang CPP NPA by next year. Alam naman nilang lahat yan. I mean, nano, they, they, they know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. No? They also know for a fact that uh, ano ba yan, uh, magre-red tag ka na magre-red tag, eh, 
may batas naman that, that those will be thrown out of court no? so why why what what i that's what i try to figure out here what are they up to really in the final mm-hmm. analysis is the red tagging a medium towards a more assertive um, authoritarian rule in this country or um, does it stop does it just stop at the cpp npa or is it redefining everything else or socially engineering everything else as what rino said actually ano eh uh, in a sense Parlad himself provided the answer eh. mm-hmm. kasi I, uh, he made a statement to the effect that ano if you're criticizing us or if you're uh, if you're not one of you are against us regardless kung ano yung nature ng criticism mo mm-hmm. even let's say for example you just critic critic their method di ba mm-hmm. yung means ano so basically you're already lumped with the ano mm-hmm. with the reds talaga mm-hmm. so that's uh no that's one of the yun yung isang uh, hindi magandang uh, effect no yeah and actually it dilutes democracy eh. parang you know it's us versus them simply like that mm-hmm. um so parang nawawala yung discourse or nawawala yung Um, tenants non democracy when we because, do that because that's exactly what they want to do really it's to shut down any discourse okay mm-hmm. the only thing is their narrative is the one that is to be followed and it's as simple as that mm-hmm. and um, that's why ano to eh, um, you can see that it's uh, it's uh, intimidation that is their language here from the schools that were listed to even that uh, spurious list of flag lawyers no yung mga yan it was practically intimidation uh, they were doing that to intimidate people no mm-hmm. so you you get scared and problema naghalo sila ng flag lawyers no mga mm-hmm. flag lawyers na yan lasang pakialam kung anong kapakayahan mo kung anong baril ka or wala kasi ano yan uh, since the time of Marcos They have been up against the armed might of the state um, in the time of the dictatorship, and they have they have not they are not afraid, no. Mm-hmm. So yun ang problema, yun pa yung kinantimo, no. So yun yun yung akala nila ma-intimidate siguro, hindi na intimidate, nag-counteroffensive pa, no. Mm-hmm. So given that, yeah, we've seen. Um, variations of red tagging previously. What valuable lesson? Alam naman natin because it's still here. We haven't solved the problem yet. So what valuable valuable lessons from history could we draw out from this from this particular story to inform you know the strategies or the lack thereof of a clear strategy um, in this particular issue? Sino yung matanda yung mas bata? Yung matanda muna. Pagbigyan ah, naman natin. Muna. Yung ano to, um, a few, a week ago or several weeks ago, nagsalita si yung former NSA na si Cesar Garcia. Ang sabi niya, don't make more enemies. The problem with red tagging, it creates more enemies. Because this is not, again, this is not the 1950s anymore. This is not even the 1970s. This is, this is a, highly this is a new uh, social 
context that we are in. No? People already passed through the Marcos years. We don't want a repeat of that. No? Mm-hmm. Um, that that's a problem with red tagging. It, it raises all of these fears of an authoritarian uh, agenda. And that being said, you start turning off people. Now, if you do it clumsily, na pati yung mga inosente, sinasama mo sa red tagging lists, apatay ka na. Lalo kang nag-alienate na mga stakeholders mo na. Like, for example, um, Reno and me, no, we have both uh, been involved with the military since the 1990s. No? And yet, kami, we, get, we are, ano to, we, we are, ako, personally, I'm not in favor of that red tagging tactic because I've seen how it turns off people. No? Even supporters of the military have started to back off kasi it's distasteful eh. Hindi, hindi maganda eh. Pangit eh. I tell you, pangit talaga. Pangit with the capital P. No? So, uh, I, I've military historians in the academe who have done work with the AFP have confided with me saying, I, we don't want to have anything to do with the AFP muna. Yeah. Ganun. Ayaw namin. Ayaw namin. Kasi, grabe eh. Gumaganyan sila sa sa akin no so so these are your stakeholders they're all backing out already no kasi nga ito sa clumsily done um, i don't know if lorenzana has realized it no pa, i don't know uh, well he's quiet now i don't know if he's quiet because he's in quarantine or what but uh, but uh, he's quiet no we, we haven't heard anything from them maybe they're trying to recoup because in the past ano yan eh, in the past several weeks since the UP and ito, they've been having one major snafu after the other. Uh, like, for example, una yung list, diba? Then after that, yung, <laughs> yung, yung tinawag nilang professor, no? yung, yung, ano ba tawag dito? Ano yung sinabi nila? Yung sa, yung silent, ano? Silent majority. Silent, silent, silent majority. Oh, which, which, which blew up in their faces no then yung uh, this uh, this uh, script writer film director na ginamit nila to write something against UP na pinost nila sa sa CMO CRS websites nila sa AFP official page na dinubog sila ng mga mga critical sa kanila no so so and then meron pa eh meron then, pa eh. at ang at, 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 director na yun eh he's the director of the titillating films yeah yung bang during yung, that time ganun ang kanya reputation yung hindi ba sila makakuha ng medyo matinong decenteng tao na mag-defense kanila yun ito kung saan sila napupulot no? no which is basically again an indicator of the fact that the stakeholders are backing off they don't want to be associated with it no? so kung sino sila nalang kinukuha nila no? And uh, ayun nga, kasama ang palad, namatay pa yung huling kinuha nila. No? Pagkasabi ng pagkabanat laban sa mga aktivista eh, at ang UP at PUP eh, a few days later, patay na. Wala nang iba, kundi si... Si Brother Eli. Eli pala, Eli, yun. Yung ganon tipo, no? Na parang uh, ano yan eh. So, even that, you know, it's bad enough na nag-red tag ka na Mas malala pa kapag palpak ka pa, yung sunod-sunod na kapalpakan mo, lalo kang nag-turn off ng mga mga tao sa iyo, no? And uh, instead of fear, ridicule lang natatanggap mo, no? Eh ewan ko kung trip nila gumawa ng Burmese military, no, style, no? Siguro sasayaw muna ako sa Quezon Remo- Memorial Circle ng uh, aerobics, di ba? Para pag ginawa ko 'yan, mamaya sa likod ko may military convoy papuntang 
batasan, di ba? Yung tipo eh, baka yun ang gusto nilang gawin, no? Ewan ko. Pero that's it eh. You 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 have you you've created a situation na na turn off ang stakeholders mo and then yung mga netizens kasi online eh, online sabi natin. Ano yan? Uh, nag-evaporate ang support sa iyo. So, ano bang level ang support mo ngayon? Mga trolls, mga ano to, anak ng mga yung mga pamilya ng mga AFP. Yan ba yung yung level of support ng kinukuha mo nga kaya ang katuloy may mga directives, 'di ba? Si Francis Manggosing ng Inquirer wrote an article that that the AFP there were there were uh, uh, there were memorandum to the AFP to disseminate to their perp to the people to the rank and file to to play an active social media role. No? Yun, uh, so ewan ko, what what are they doing? No, they're they're making everybody um, get so involved in this thing over what a a a rebel group that's practically even weaker than the mm-hmm. the um, the what do you call it the MILF? No, that's not even doesn't even doesn't can't even muster a a company anymore. No, yung company size operations wala na. They, the AFP itself said in the in the previous administration that it had deteriorated to banditry. Yan ang laging bukang bibig nila, banditry, banditry. Suddenly ngayon, parang ano ba sila? Parang Mars attacks na yung nangyayari. So why? Everybody's looking internally. Everybody forgot there's somebody outside looking at mm-hmm. us and clapping their hands with glee while we tear ourselves apart. No? Tungtuang B. Ba't di ba red tag yun? Yung malaking yun? Oh, yung malaking yun. Hindi naman red tag kasi friend nila. In fact, the um, the uh, government in its during the Senate investigations, they were defending the Chinese. They were saying, oh, no, the Chinese friendly to us. Oh, great. Cool. Friendly ang China tapos sadali maglalabas ng Coast Guard law. Mm-hmm. No? Ano ang friend yan, di ba? And why are you doing that? Why are you hiding them because that's why for me i see a bigger problem dito eh no? not just the red tagging there's a bigger geopolitical problem dito uh, actually babalik ko sa tanong ni Reg ano ba yung mga lessons na pwedeng makukuha dito wala meron ba uh, actually umpisahan muna natin dun sa yung mali di ba as as uh, students of strategy tragedy no? uh ang uh, uh, tinatanong ko parati ito sa mga taga-AFP, mga supporter nitong red tagging. Okay, ma-red nyo yung mga tao. Assuming na-red tayo. So what's the end state? So where will, where will, where will it end? That's your means eh. Di ba? May ends, ways, and means ka. So does your means or uh, directly achieve the objectives of your strategy? Mananalo ba kayo? May means daw sila eh. Kasi di ba may budget sila, di ba? O yung means nila, may budget. O di saan napunta yung budget? Di ba lion share mapupuntang Davao City? Mm, o no, nga pala. O yun. O diba? O yun, 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 yun nga pala yun. So second, basically, is that yung second lesson is that etong red tagging and similar attempts, no? basically violated every fundamental lesson of successful counterinsurgency that we practice here in the Philippines. Number one, yung sa, ano, sinasabi ko nga, yung dapat na tingnan nating model, yung anti-hook campaign. Kung anong ginawa ng military. Because the military, when it was, it has to be reformed. Mm-hmm. And it has, 
you know, it operated under close political control of a civilian named Ramon Magsaysay who was SND and then later presidente. Okay. Yan ang, yan ang hindi ini-ignore ng marami. Yung AFP mo nun, it's worth, yes, he's the, it's the main instrument ng SND but it's under close political control. That's why when 10% of that, ano, 10% ng armed forces nun when Magsaysay arrived, were punished, were disciplined, were relieved, were fired. So, 10%. Yun ang, ano, uh, 1 out of 10. But out of that, emerged the most professional, the most respectful to civilian na uh, authorities na military that we have. And it became a war-winning military. Yun ang importante ko. Ilaban mo yan sa insurgents, guerrilla insurgents, it can defeat them. Ilaban mo yan sa conventional warfare kasi di ba may Korea din noon. It can uh, defeat conventional enemies. So talaga it's a professional military. Because and, then, it, and, then, and then 20 years after that, the, the junior officers were flag <laughs> officers of martial law. Hindi. Yun yung ano noon. So they basically violated every fundamental uh, lesson. And actually, ito na nga lang eh. Look at, there was also a recent, ano, another thing also, in the end kasi, if you want to defeat insurgency, you have to have a better hearts and minds uh, approach. In other words, your government would have to be, uh, would have to be credible in the hearts and minds of your people. Yung sinasabi nga nung uh, dalawang obvious during the Magsaysay uh, campaign, uh, yung tatlong lessons daw eh, na nagawa ni Magsaysay, it's basically ano, uh, rep represent, address yung needs of the people and represent them. Number two, ensure that the tasks of all government agencies further uh, number one. And third is talagang democracy promotion. Kasi ultimately, ano ba yung, ano ba yung political messaging? Hindi tayo pwede mag political messaging ng, ano, ng authoritarianism. So it has to be ano eh mag magsaysay won yung basically because it's democracy promotion. Pero, pero ang problema kasi sa kanila is that ayun nilang makinig eh. <laughs> Oo, oh, totoo lang. Ayun nilang makinig. Uh, Oo, okay. ito para nakakatawa, 'di ba? The much criticized. The much criticized yung palagi tinitiran lang na si Cory. Hmm. Na si Cory Aquino na enabler. Uh, when did ano, when did kampanyang aho sa happen? The near, the near disintegration of the CPP and PA happened during the term of Cory. Hmm. She's the, kumbaga, she's the only president that naka-approach close kay mag magyusa nagkasi kay magsaysay talagang decisive ano talaga eh. At all kay Cory talaga nag-near disintegrate na ganoon. Oh, these are two lessons that basically that doon makita mo dapat kung ano yung limited role ng military. And the military, again, was under close political control because uh, I hope that uh, our uh, military men will remember that in this type of conflict, actually the use of force, the use of military force must be under close political control and in coordination with yeah. other instruments may, of uh, national power. power. In fact... May isang problema rin ano eh. Ano? Eh, paano yung, yung political control ganun din mag-isip eh? Ayo nga pala. <laughs> Kasi uh, Lorenzana is ano to, 
is the political mm-hmm. control, di ba? But Lorenzana is the one who's uh, enabling that type of uh, sentiment, di ba? So kaya, parang... Nga, kaya nga yung other word, eh. so NTFL, CAC, BNB, yeah. maybe it's really time to take a look into the mirror. Tsaka makita natin, maybe we have met the enemy. And the uh, and the uh, more dangerous enemy is us. But they, they, yeah. the, in in reality, however, it will take a lot of uh, a lot of shocks on them for them to finally realize that it's it's a futile effort. If they yeah. if they are sincere, okay. Mm-hmm. If they are sincere in their programs, okay. But if there's again another reason for this, like for example, someone wants to run for senator or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll just take, they'll just ride on this thing for a public uh, public uh, projection mm-hmm. and who really cares about ano to, results diba parang ganun yun eh the, you know, there, there are so many threads to this to this uh, red tagging thing and mm-hmm. uh, and in a way it's also linked to 2022 elections so right it is yeah. it's it's there it's mm-hmm. staring at everybody in the face so basically ano ba talaga ngayon ang end state nyo diba kaya nga mm-hmm. sabog lahat sila kasi walang anong end state ba nila talaga eh matalo ang CPPNPA kailan sa so, pagkatapusan ni Duterte hindi mangyayari yan so ano ba mm-hmm. end state mo ngayon gusto mo mang yung iba sa inyo gusto mo bang mag-project para maging local or national uh, candidates for 2022 ano bang gusto niyo mangyari so yung lahat ng mga yan competing ngayon yung yung signaling and messaging and actions some will do it because they want to project so wala silang pakialam ngayon for a coordinated cohesive uh, messaging that is effective ang mm-hmm. point na dito, I have to project myself okay, kasi gusto mm-hmm. kong tumakbo eh yan ang aking end state eh so mm-hmm. sabog-sabog sila yeah. A- ako inanaraw down ko kasi ikaw you, yeah. you, you've discussed the broad issues eh. broad. ako inan- inanaraw down ko lang yung impact tsaka yung danger that maybe oh. our well-meaning no? uh, uh, our military friends uh, no, don't realize that basically if they follow this path of uh, red tagging na sila mismo yung aktibo ha, na nang red tag no? ayan na nila si Parlade eh. But kung sila mismo uh, mag-red tag na ganun they're basically going on the downhill of a very slippery slope towards being a very politicized military uh, that may, uh, that uh, would generate distrust from the people. Yeah, uh, that's that's the that's the problem. And second, and second then, kasi yeah. related to sinasabi mo, but it will also call into their into question their professional competence. Kasi for example, Parlade. Parlade, uh, ilang taon na siyang military? For how many decades? 86, going... 87 siya, 87. No? Okay. Even before him, there were already several generations of military officers who began their career, merong CPPNPA na, ended their career, andyan pa rin. They have complete superiority in weapons against an enemy na that has no tanks, that has no aircraft, that has no artillery. Let us know UAV. And yet, what uh, what what uh, what can they show for it? What can because, the AFP show for it? Mag-retire na sila, oh, andyan pa rin. Because so, nobody's talking anymore about left and right hand. 
it's a, yes. It's it's nobody's talking about yeah. that anymore. Well, 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 there's a budget again that yeah. uh, the lion share is going to Davao. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but the thing is that really, when yeah. w- 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 left and right hand ka, the problem with the left and right hand concept kasi, the problem with this, it is anathema to red tagging. Yes. Hindi ka pwede mag uh, left and right hand kung mag red tag ka. One has to go. In fact nga eh, baka magulat yung ano ah, baka magulat yung mga taga-EFT ngayon. During the time of magsaysay, when military operations were planned, there's a civilian who discusses the plan kung ano ba magiging impact dito towards the popul- towards the uh, population. They they never they they never they they, they never consider the military Uh, operation in isolation of what would be its impact mm-hmm. on the again, ano. again that's because the military of Magsaysay listened okay uh, the problem with the AFP right now which is actually criticism of AFP officers who have retired uh, uh, one is a former TDCS no uh, three star general yan no na hindi niya na ma- hindi na niya mahanat, matiis eh. Bumahanat na sa Facebook. Sabi niya, mm, yes. wag kayong ano to. Ang hirap sa AFP, you're in your echo, cham- echo chamber kayo. Napapas kayo sa echo chamber ninyo at makinig kayo sa pinagsasabi ninyo. That was what you were saying. It's a former TDCS to. Kaibigan natin yan eh, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, I think, no, not TDCS, but AFIG. I think AFIG. Oo. Uh, AFP, AFP Inspector uh, AFIG General. AFIG pala, AFIG. AFIG. AFIG siya. Tapos, ano siya, di ba Briana to? Nag-AFIG pala at inspector anal ah uh, natitititisas nag-afig pala siya so so yun yun uh, it's it's the fact that the AFP as of now will not listen to you it doesn't even listen to it's uh di ba dati may mga sinasabi sila that the retirees are are the repository of all knowledge blah 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 di ba Mm-hmm. Ang ina, sila wala sila pakialam. Hindi nila pinapakinggan. Sila sabi na maraming yeah. retirees na nagsasabi, oy, mali yung ginagawa ninyo. No way, no way, Jose. We are, yeah, parang ang tingin ngayon nila, kayo, retirees na kayo, so bahala na kayo, tapos na kayo, kami naman. Yeah. So, yun yung ano to. So, we will have to learn the hard way. Ito pa, ito pala, one thing na, remember this also. This, the generation of senior officers now were among the most politicized in a sense that remember, these were those who came of professional age during the 87 coup yeah. oh, uh, during the 89 coup. And we know what PMA, the PMA, almost the whole PMA cadet corps did during those times. Mm. Kung gagamitin natin. They practically supported <coughs> the 87 and 89 uh, busta ganon. Na, yun nga yung ano, kaya nga yung, yung process nga of uh, democratization na ano eh or at least kasi ako ano eh right, you might believe na ako ay ako ay uh, I'm I'm the one siguro who is falsely unpopular a military is not a democracy if you want an effective military you should let it be uh, a non-democracy but that military should learn how to respect civilian authority I, I remember, I remember, I was in one strat-based conference, and I was asked to review a presentation of, I think it was Richard A. Darian and a NDCP professor on, on CM on uh, what was it, ba? Uh, I think it was um, 
the AFP CMO or AFP uh, ratings, parang ganon yung kanilang popularity rating. Some words to that effect. I, I forget. But anyway, long story short, ang sabi ko, I remember saying to all and sundry, all militaries in the world are inherently fascist organizations. No, all in all around the world. No, it's just a matter of they can be fascist to themselves. No, because you need you need to be a fascist to yourself if you're a military organization. But you should not be a fascist outside. No, hindi ka dapat ganon. You don't bring it out to the to the general population. Salob ka lang ganon. Instill discipline and so on so forth. Why? Because you have to function effectively as a cohesive combat unit. Pero wag naman ipasal paklat yan sa sa mga ano to. And just unfortunately, what the uh, AFP now is trying to do. That's why I hear officers now saying that uh, that uh, we want to guard against ideologies <laughs> in universities. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> and, uh, actually, you know, that's one of Sabina natin. That's one of the Marcosian legacies mm -hmm. sa AFP natin. Kasi, uh, kasi nga, kay Marcos, di ba? Dahil nga the AFP became its main instrument of planning the dictatorship. Naturally, sino rin ang main instrument nila in doing all aspect of counterinsurgency maski yung left hand, right hand, lahat military na. Mm -mm. Tapos kayo, di ba later on, remember after EDSA, sila gringo, nang, sila gringo, nagre-reklamo no, na inefficient. Yun ang parating ano nila mm. eh, inefficient daw yung, ano, yung civilian government. Kasi raw sila raw yung nakikipag-usap sa mga tao uh, and then, hindi naman, pangangako sila na mayroong darating na tulong ang gobyerno, pero hindi naman daw darating. They conveniently forgot that during the time of Marcos, lahat ginagawa nila, they practically made the civilian government inutile. There's no coordination. Wala nang right hand left hand kasi military lahat ang gumagawa. And yet, ironically, they will say that we cannot win the war by military means alone. Are like full circle, no? Parang they're back to that again, you know? so, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're seeing it again. If if that's the case, no, um, and we're looking at maybe we're repeating something in history again, you know, tying this with um the martial law days, and we're seeing indicators that maybe we're leading towards. A situation similar to that. And the discussion right now centers on the debate between, you know, they're doing this for national security. Um, and we're now seeing that dichotomy between security and freedom um, and the trade offs that the government is trying to do to secure national security. So has this been uh, has this been present in our history this debate between security and freedom and if it has been what lessons can we get from from that particular uh, situation uh, actually uh, ano yung previous counterinsurgency experience natin kasi remember before magsaysay ano bang government strategy noon it's basically ang tawag ako mild fist policy so Talagang yun ang ano, uh, yun niya. Di ba, remember, the Democratic Alliance members na ano, pinakulong pa na nila na gano'n. And then talagang yung military mo talaga nangunguna sa lahat ng uh, operation. There's, at the same time, there's no, uh, there's almost no effort to address basically yung problem talaga. Why the hooks are 
rebelling. Yeah. So yung mga yung mga farmers which is essentially nga kasi they cannot uh, they they cannot trust a government na which uh, which you know, which is in cahoots with mm-hmm. the same classes that oppresses them. Mm-hmm. So at at that time. Kaya nga yun yung ano no, now here comes magsaysay. Yun nga yung beauty ng kanyang strategy. Because number one, it's not only democracy promotion. Talagang he faced the problem squarely. Na ang problema talaga is that uh, our social our sociopolitical uh, economic elites talaga are the problem themselves. Kaya nga isang example na lang nito eh. Imagine ah, one example. Tata, hindi ko na sasabihin yung mga ano. He employed the military as lawyers for peasants in their cases against uh, landowners. So yun yung gamit ng military, ha? tingnan mo. Pero it was used by civilian. The military never volunteered for that. Mm-hmm. So yun, by doing that, diba, basically, tinulungan mo yun, yung, yung government, the image of the government and the military went up dun sa eyes nung peasants mo. Yung eyes nung, mga, nung masa mo. Kasi nga, kakampi na pala tayo ng gobyerno. At saka yung military natin, imbis na sila yung taga-protekta ng mga mayayaman, sila taga-protekta natin. At the same time, you sent a signal to the, ano, to the uh, elites that uh, basically, oh, sige, yung private army ko, pambabangga ko dito sa AFP. So, yun yung nangyari. And it also knocked the prop dun sa propaganda ng, uh, ng PKP at that time na yung ano na yung AFP and the government it's all for para sa elite lang wala silang concern sa mga mahirap but yun nga yung yun nga yung nangyari noon you adapted it because you basically governance and de- democracy promotion and democracy strengthening do, do pa rin yung yun yung core ng strategy talaga eh. in, in other words basically nga it's a battle for the hearts and minds but but say I realize that I have to make the government credible uh, in the ano, uh, credible uh, dun sa mga tao. Mm-hmm. That's where he succeeded. Ganito pa rin naman eh. Actually, ito nga, ito nga nakakatuwa. Yung mga sundalo natin, nadidistino sila sa iba't ibang lugar dito sa bansa. So basically, mm-hmm. they can see the conditions, the governance conditions firsthand. Uh, sabi nga, yung 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 biro ko ano kay Jose Canina you do not need to be you do not need to be a uh, han or a mongol Genghis Khan mongol uh, school uh, school child to see that the insurgency is uh, strongest where there's not much development where there's political warlordism when there's no chance for people to participate uh, to perform your civic function nila So, doon mo makikita talaga it's a governance problem also. Mm-hmm. So, and ang ano, actually, marami uh, rin ako nakausap na ano, they would na uh, privately, they would admit ganun nga talaga 'yung problema. I mean, it, but it's it's so obvious already, 'di ba? Like, I mean, really. I mean, the AFP has killed more Filipinos than foreigners, no? By this time, siguro alam nila how an insurgency works, no? Uh, how how does a how does a rebel army gather recruits no they don't go to the uh, they don't go to the schools to get the bulk of the recruits they, they, they recruit from the depressed areas no so whether these are 
places in uh, Muslim Mindanao or in other parts of the Philippines where you have the NPAs or and so so it's it's like that then eh, no? and and uh, we all know basically that it's because the country is actually a feudal a country and uh, this feudal setup that we have is the one that breeds rebellion so no mm -hmm. matter how many schools you want to shut down there's still always going to be a rebellion yeah. here by virtue of the fact that you have a feudal setup no hindi mo minsan baka mas malala pa mangyayari kasi walang estudyante ang mangyayari niyan you will have ano to yung talagang mga utak pulburang mga simple mag-isip no yun pa yung maging katapat mo na wala nang pakialam talaga no yung yung what i'm trying to say here basically is that Pino dapat yan eh. And it has always been Pino eh. Ang, ang kilos niyan eh. No? What, what, what struck me before was that when I was talking with some people in the, and, uh, I was talking to some people in the NTFL CAC, was that they were, they were saying that, oh, we were, we were cutting the supplies, the lines of the, ano to, the, from, the, from Europe to the Philippines, mga ganun tipo yung supply. So parang sabi ko, teka, ginagawa na yun dati pa eh. Why are you making it appear as if it's only being done now? So why didn't you do it? So what happened? So you forgot to do it from 2016 onwards? Parang ganun ba? Ang isinigis yung sabihin sa akin? Parang, kasi nga eh, ano to eh. When I said to that guy, no, from NTFL, nung sinabi ko sa kanya, ito kasi ginagawa ng time ni, ano to eh, ni, ni Gloria pa yan eh. Kaya nga nung right after the war on terrorists, right after uh, the 9-11 attack, di ba AMLAC? AMLAC. AMLAC is there precisely yeah. to cut, to, to stop that. So why are you making it appear na suddenly it's something new? No, it's not. Sabi ko, ganun, sa, sa kausap ko doon. So, so it's that level of not understanding that this has been something that has been going on ever since. No? And great strides, great victories have been uh, um, achieved because of that. You didn't need to shut down UP's, uh, abrogate UP's DND uh, uh, &D Accord for the insurgency to go down to 3,000 by uh, the time of Pinoy. Hindi mo kailangan Kita mo, because it was really a whole of government approach that was started from Cory, tinuloy ni Ramos, ginawa ni Erap, ginawa ni Gloria, ginawa Pinoy. Consecutively yan ginagawa. And then suddenly out of the blue, eto tingin tayo, meron tayong red tagging. Because there's a different agenda dito. It's not really you know, It's not really communist thereafter. It's basically they want to really re-engineer this country to be receptive to an authoritarian setup. And now where is that going to take us? Who was the number one recruiter of the CPP NPA during the time of uh, of uh, Marcos? None other than Marcos himself, by virtue of being an authoritarian leader. Diba, uh, the, the, the funny thing uh, dito is that uh, no, eh? Uh, actually, General Parlade was banding na he echoed Marcos declared martial law to save the country from the communists. I mean, And yet, oh. nobody, nobody asked the simple question na ilan ba, ilan ba ang komunista nung time na yun? I actually wrote an article on that. Di ba? Sabi ko sa'yo. <laughs> yes. I wrote an article on that. I started with that Brexit premise of Parlade. Sabi ko. And this is just Parlade. This is chief of staff also. There was another chief of staff at that time. I forget who he was. Eh. Long, uh, but that being said, Ano yan? Sabi ko, uh, this is the number of CPP and PA then. There were several hundred only. How can they march to Malacanang if you're only several hundred? No, the greater threat was the MNLF rebellion at that time, which was already breaking out. No, yeah. Yan yung greater threat mo. But they would not march on Malacanang. Baka hindi makatawid pa yan ng dagat para makarating ng, ano to, ng bohol. Eh. No? Yung kumbaga. No? 
So hanggang diyan lang yan sa Mindanao. So it wasn't really a national threat that to take over the government. No, it was, it was basically a secessionist movement. So wala. What, what, what is this thing no, that uh, they were talking about? And yet, at the end of uh, the Marcos regime, itong several hundred uh, NPA naging 20,000. Capable of launching company-sized operations already. Kumalat pa nationwide. Kumalat pa nationwide. So yun yun. Then, uh, because of the tactical uh, disasters that the um, that the um, left wing did, yung boycott campaign, hindi na sila nag-recover doon, pabagsak na sila. Okay? May kumpanyang ahos and all of those things. Because they were being ano to, they were being gutted by the fact that nawala ang kanilang greatest recruiter. There was no more ano to, no more no more galvanizing. Now, the problem is, Mamaya, you're providing a galvanizing I I I I don't think that CPPNPA will will be able to do what it does before. It will always be there in terms of a residual threat. Mm-hmm. It will not even if this red tagging goes on. Hindi siya I I I disagree with what other people are saying that it will make the CPPNP grow. Of course not, it won't. No, mm-hmm. it will not. No, Because iba na level of development kayon. I mean, the, the, urb, the countrysides are really very well developed. No, They mm-hmm. will only be able to have siguro strengthening in certain areas. No, Maybe in urban poor communities or, or in ano to, but hindi na yung kagaya ng dati na 20 mil sila or what. No, um, um, there, There's a lot of changes now. But the thing is that it's the what what worries me is the level of distrust that is facing the AFP now. That's what worries me now. That that it's it's as if some unseen hand, which is practicing unrestricted war on the Philippines, has decided, no, to make Filipinos fight each other. So that it doesn't get noticed while it creeps and takes over our territory, and we'll have fellow, we'll have Filipinos in fact defend them. Eto pa funny, no? This unseen hand has no love lost for Filipino communists. None at all. Doesn't care. Yeah, no. Eto pa, the sabi mo di ba hardening ng ano? Yung yari yung concern ko. Magaharden yung yung magaharden ngayon yung opposition doon sa military. Kasi ganito rin yun eh. Ito, uh, given talaga yung lessons of history sa atin. Actually, uh, the best way talaga, you just, ano, you just ferment mistrust. Kumbaga, hatiin mo talaga yung loyalties nung, uh, within the communist movement. Sila-sila mismo magpapatayan. They did that during the 50s. They did that during Ahos. Mm-hmm. Pero yung ginagawa mo, ngayon na mag-head tag ka you are hardening k- 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 uh, you are hardening uh, opposition k- k- baka nga mamaya nagkaroon pa na simpatya dun sa mga can you imagine they, they, they red tag Ateneo I mean of goodness gracious it's a social democrat school yeah. why, are you de- why are you red tagging Ateneo no parang ano diba may isang, may isang nagdala ng may isa lang or dalawa no you can't you can't do that so when you did that o de yung yung Atenista teka na to Uh, not that they went to the CPP NPA side, but they practically became very critical and disappointed. The key mm-hmm. word now is disappointed. Sa AFP, mm-hmm. many many of those professionals who have uh, in the academia in Ateneo who have worked with the AFP for the longest of time were expressing disappointment that they could come up with something like that. Mm-hmm. 
Ano, alam mo ito, i-relate ko rin ito sa sinabi mo na yung mas malaki, the unseen hand. Ah, uh, well, Reg, alam mo naman, di ba, basically that, ano, di ba, minsan nagle-lecture ko sa mga, ano natin, PME courses natin. One of the, ano, one of the cautionaries sa sinasabi ko, if you're much focused on the, ito, yung LCM mo, yung red tagging mo, and yet, you're going to ignore, you're going to kowtow doon sa mas malaking komunista, Mm-hmm. The time will come. I hope I won't see it. That kapag talagang nangyari na ginera tayo at mm-hmm. humingi kayo ng tulong sa mga mamamayan, the people would still have enough or the people might be too demoralized to help you or too ano, too distrustful to support you. So, mm-hmm. yun yung that's the that, that's the key. I hope we don't go to that nan nahati because ano, but you will you will reap what you sow. That's yeah. the that's the point there. And that's actually for me, uh, part of the younger generation. It's actually disappointing. Because uh, it's been a long issue, na to, and yet we're still going to deal with it. And the remnants of what's happening in this administration will actually haunt us uh, to the next. So yun yung medyo. Ano sa akin, personally, as part of the younger generation, dun ako medyo worried, especially that after 2022, what will this all mean for the AFP, the DND, and you know, parts of the national security establishment. So as closing for this episode, you, we've tackled a lot, um, and I know there are still things that we could tackle up. Uh, about this, especially that we're now going to the system, we're looking at not just the past, but even the future and the possibilities of what's happening right now. So any last words, especially for the younger generation who are coming in, uh, listening on what red tagging is, your opinions on this, what lesson or what last thoughts do you have for Um, the next generation. Ako naman ang tingin ko dyan, basically, this red tagging has already, it has taken a life of its own, no? Uh, especially if uh, the public decides to vote uh, a successor to Duterte, an appointed, an anointed successor of Duterte, you're going to have more of this thing. And we're going to see more more tough times for us, no? In this country, um, Um, criticism and dissent will be frowned upon. Uh, you will have, uh, but it, but just as important also is that you will have um, the lack of social cohesion. We will be at each other's throats. And that's a sad thing about this. This red tagging, the manner it's being done, is opening up a can of worms when it comes to people, fellow Filipinos against fellow Filipinos. No. Um, People who were not even part of the uh, uh, CPPNPA will will feel that the government looks at them as being part of the rebels by virtue of uh, by by just being critical, uh, because that's the way that they're that for example the AFPCMO and CRS mm-hmm. propaganda is functioning. Parang kapag critical ka na sa kanila. NPA ka. That's how they train their trolls. Eh. So, parang ganun ang messaging, and that will that 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 will um, tend to disunite Filipinos more than unite us. So, uh, if we're if um, 
this is going to have if we're going to have a situation where there's a continuity of uh, the policies of the Duterte administration, it's not going to be a nice, pretty country that we'll have. It's going to be more of this, you know. And I don't even know when we'll have our vaccines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gana. Yes. Uh, ako, ako yung ano ko, yung uh, last thoughts ko, I would like to ano, uh, echo yung ano, kasi sinasabi baka you're just anti-military for, at least yan natin yung credential natin na students of military history. Uh, there's one uh, quote na sinasabi ko, kasi yung anak niya nag-uusap sila. He was, uh, he was uh, yung anak was uh, criticizing yung uh, ano, allies nila, the Italians. So German to. Uh, ano bang ano na ano bang alam niya na ano they're not martial kasi ngayon talagang gusto ng ano natin eh ng AFP natin the discipline it's the martial qualities ang sinabi sa kanya ng tatay niya is that if people are going to be judged by their martial qualities then we shall have no civilization uh, ang ang nagsabi noon ay uh, komunista ba yon si Field Marshal Erwin Rommel hmm. yun pa di ba Yung, yung second naman... Madami, madami pa naman Pilipino ang pangalan, Romel. Oo nga eh. Ginaya, ginaya pa yung pangalan niya. May mga military yeah. officers, ginaya. Ah, ito oh, naman, yeah. yung, yung second naman, allow me to read a certain uh, line from another general who said at the time na kung ano kung uh, Pilipino daw siya at that time, hindi naman masisisi na sumama siya sa hook. So American general yan ha. But I'm going to, ano, kasi yung sinabi niya dito, while he was speaking to cadets of West Point. Uh, with your indulgence, uh, allow me to read it. Read it in his voice. Okay. Uh, okay. Others will debate the controversial issues. <laughs> national and international. Okay? But serene, calm, aloof, you stand as the nation's war guardians as its lifeguard from the raging tides of international conflict. Let civilian voices argue the merits of the merits of our process of government, whether our strength is being sapped by deficit financing indulged too long, by federal paternalism, grown too mighty, by power groups grown too arrogant, by politics grown too corrupt, by morals grown too low, by extremists grown too violent, whether our personal liberties are as firm and complete as they should be. These great national problems are not for your professional participation or military solution. So it's the same as red tagging. These are not for the AFP's professional participation or military. But that's a problem again, going back. It's, mm -hmm. they have to listen. If they don't right. listen, it's just, this is not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go And get it pa. Sooner or later, they will find themselves in a moral crisis because ultimately they will have to question our oaths as soldiers. Mm -hmm. nga, eh, did we did we did we take our oath with the you know, with the provision that we will only defend those who are not communists, those who are those who are pro-military through and through? So. They're going to have a more. They're going to have a moral crisis or a crisis of conscience, especially as it pertains to their professional oaths. I hope hindi umabot sa ganon. This has been um, interesting. I, I wish we had more time to discuss all these. If listeners would want to reach you or listen to your podcast, 
where could they find you? Veronica <laughs> Militari at Facebook. Yeah. Yes. Veronica yeah. uh, Militari. Usually, naman we ano, we have we hold our podcast at least twice a month, diba? so, Well, uh, once a month at least, but other <laughs> other we've been going. But once people can always go back. To, yes. to your previous episodes. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. uh it's uh yes. on Facebook and on YouTube. 